0: This is the Capricorn FM podcast. You are the business.
1: And uh, we help a young entrepreneur put their business out there and offer them the necessary support to be able to grow their business. And we are joined by the founder of Sweet Matter, which is a skincare brand for people who want to tackle ingrown hairs, stubborn dark marks and dry skin. We're talking to the founder of Sweet Matter and Tabi Singh. Tabi Singh, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on radio
0: with you guys.
1: Awesome stuff. So tell us about your business.
0: Um, It's a skincare brand that I founded last year. And I really had women in mind because we all know that women are the, the, we are the consumers, you know. Mm. But as I started to go along, I noticed that a lot of men started asking me, okay, what can I use for my skin? You know, do you also provide Mm. services for men? So it is a unisex brand. So what I did was I the problems that I had for myself was dark marks and ingrown hair. So I thought, what can I do actually to start a business? Coming from China, I didn't want to work for for anybody. So I thought, you know, I think that I should start a business. What should I do? And this is what I came up with. I thought, okay, skincare, and I feel that in South Africa. Um, I think that a lot of people should start a business because, you know, when you're growing up, you know, your parents will tell, you you know, you need to be a doctor, you need to be an engineer, you know, whatsoever. And right now, the situation in South Africa, you can see the market in those industries, the medical industry, engineering industry is saturated. People don't have jobs. So I feel that it's our responsibility now as people to encourage our young ones. Well, you to start a business, you know, so. support them. Mm. So that is what I want to instill as well in my son, you know. So, mm. yeah, at Sweet Matter, I provide a very safe space for women um, because at Sweet Matter, you matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how much knowledge did you have about skincare when branching out into the sector?
0: Um, I actually had very little knowledge about skincare. I was always interested in skincare growing up. I always make my own, you know, face masks or lotions, you know. So when I came back, I thought, you know what, the best thing to do is to actually contact formulators here in South Africa. You can actually find people online or on social media who, cosmetic formulators, who do help businesses to make their products. Probably a lot of, Also, famous brands, they use formulators. You know, the founders aren't actually the ones who make these products. So that's how I got to start with it. So I do work with two formulators right now. They are accredited as well. They just don't want to be mentioned. You know, they prefer to be anonymous. But there are people who can help you to start a skincare brand. And Mm. what's actually quite interesting is that um, in South Africa, um, black people only make up less than five percent in of the skincare industry. So you can imagine the the majority is what black people, but we are not you know supporting each other and we actually don't know we don't have a lot of information on the fact that you can actually start your own skincare brand. You know. Yeah. So um, I want to put it out there that if you want to start something do your research, ask questions, and you can actually do it. Yeah, 100%. So we're going to be joined by our business coach later on. What advice would you like to get from them? Um, I'd like to get advice on funding, actually, because what the advantage that I had was that I actually saved a lot of money when I was coming from China to South Africa. So I did have funding already. So I noticed that right now I was, applying for a lot of funding doing a lot of research and the process is insane maybe you have people waiting for a year six months so i want to know what is the best kind of funding for small business and for people to actually get in back in contact with you okay so for the ladies and the slay kings how do they get a hold of you if they would like to have their skin popping (laughs) They can get a hold of me on Instagram, is at underscore Sweet Matter, and on Facebook, Sweet Matter, and on TikTok, I'm at Sweet Matter.
1: Thank you so much Tabi seeing all the best, founder of Sweet Matter, and Tabi Singh We're talking this morning with Chartered Accountant, Business Coach, and Managing Director at my do Tabela Rapala. Morning, 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 welcome, how are you doing?
0: Morning, I'm Puan Complexion, and you
1: do We have an entrepreneur today who's in the skin care sector and talking about skin, quite sensitive and um, a business that would need extra attention to detail. So what should people know or do before branching out into skin care? That's quite
0: an exciting business. And like you say, in quite a sensitive space. So there's a, a couple of things that one should look into when they go into the space. One um, it's such a regulated environment um if you really want to go mainstream sell to you know, a whole host of consumers you know you have to comply There's quite a lot of regulation around it, um governing standards and and of how you you produce your your skin product, your labeling, and the sale of skincare so it's quite important for you to understand what are the regulations in the country, and I see that you you know sales you know worldwide. You know, be, when you start selling your products worldwide, you also have to consider the countries that you're selling to. What is what is um, acceptable and what's not. So it's quite important that you know. In this case, you work with you know um, people like your cosmetic scientists and chemists was that, that they are in that environment and they'll be able to give you the support and guidance that you need um, when you develop this product. So that's one, you know, you also look at you know ingredients. Uh, what is the level of knowledge that you have? on them and the quality thereof, because you're dealing with people's skin, so it's quite an expensive area. So you need to do a lot of research on skin ingredients. You also have to look at the potential benefits and the side effects, and that leads then to product testing. You know, before you sell anything to anyone, you need to make sure that you test your product, you get feedback, and this is where you consider partnering with your dermatologists, your your skincare professionals, who also guide you in that process, and also deal with, you know, um, consumers in that space, So um, test your product, make sure that before you then sell them onto the market, they're safe, you know, to consume. Um, One other important aspect, you cannot develop a product while you don't have, you know, um, consumers to buy buy them. So what is your distribution and marketing strategy? Who are you selling to? Um, How are you going to get it to them? You know, and this is where you consider things like, you know, your sales channel. Are you going e-commerce, you know, or retailer partnerships or, you know, are you selling directly to consumers? So these are some of the things that one has to look at before they even go into the space. Do they have the muscle, financial muzzle? Do they have the time to invest in the space? And um, there's quite a lot of competition as well. You know, uh, how are you going to market your product that you stand up against the rest?
1: Mm. And, you know, with everything that you've mentioned, because now our entrepreneur finds herself selling worldwide, going across the borders, and you mentioned the importance of having that, you know, strategic um, plan in terms of how you're going to reach your customers. So what is an entrepreneur to do when, you know, they are find they find themselves going beyond the borders? Should they, um, you know, craft a different message, a marketing message from what they would have in the country of the origin? I think it's quite important to, Firstly, before you, you 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 spread out into
0: a, a lot of different spaces, I love the fact that she's already in the market, what are your consumers telling you, you know, um, use the data that you have to build out a, a strategy, a marketing strategy. Do you understand the country that you also want to sell to? What, what sort of culture do they have? You know, how easy would it be for you to, to, to send your product there? What's the distribution channel? Is it easy to go there or not? Because it's easier to sell a product at X amount, but you also have to factor in additional costs. To, to distribute the product to also have presence in that in that market as well. So those are some some of the things that one has to think about um before they go into, you know, foreign markets as well.
1: Yeah. And then when it comes to skincare, you know, e commerce versus bricks and mortar, uh, kind of a setup, what do you think or maybe a hybrid of, you know, the two, what would you advise at this stage whether our entrepreneur is?
0: Well, it's great that she's tested the market and it would be great for her to use this data to inform this decision. You know, At this point, she should be in a position to know which of her products are selling more, who are the clients buying this product, where are they based and how you know, do they prefer buying your products. So once she's gotten this information, I think she's, it's also important for her to, to also gather after sales feedback as well as follow up on those clients that inquire but do not buy the product. Why are they buying? um w- So this information becomes, you know, important in here making a distribution model decision and also marketing the the, the product. Because it's easy for one to say, I'll just have a presence, but who is going to buy a product, you know? So I would say, gather the information, review the information. And once you have identified that, actually most of my clients buy online, double down on that. Or if your online presence is, is, is a bit cheap, Why? Why aren't the people buying or um, getting interested, or maybe the messaging behind your product is not great, and and, and, and make a decision um, um, going there? Because if I think about um, whether going brick or not uh, or, or online, there's quite a number of things that one needs to look at. For example, you know, look at the cost and resources that you need. You know, that um, for, for for a for a physical uh, store. And this would include your rent, your utility staff, you know, you need to manage your inventory and also the marketing of the, of the space. Beyond that, what's the best geographical um, uh, position where you need to, to have the store? So those are some of the things that one needs to look at. Um, who's your market and how do you plan to expand and reach mm-hmm. people? So an assessment of the information that you already have would help them make that decision.
1: All right. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Chartered Accountant, Business Coach, and Managing Director at my Do Tabelo Rapala.
0: That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.